now is 10K Saturday with Alison and Lulu. Hey, 10K Dollar Day fans and friends. It's Allison Burns, and we are coming to you live from American Stage in St. Pete. I am actually in rehearsals for Mamma Mia presently, and we are so excited on this Saturday to have a very special guest. Becca McCoy is in the house. Say hello, Becca. Hello. Thank you for having me. So, Becca is playing Rosie, and I'm playing Donna in Mamma Mia, and we are having a blast. And so I was like, what better way to start off this rehearsal week than to get her in on this 10K Saturday, mostly because, unlike myself and Lulu, who are not well-traveled and just do imaginary trips, um, Becca actually travels the world, you guys. (laughs) Like, full-on world traveler extraordinaire. So before we even start, I'm just going to ask her to tell us, like, a little bit about this past year. Just a little history about her world travels, maybe her favorite place or something like that. So, Becca, take it away. Okay. Well, yes. Um, I found myself divorced at 40, and I had been engaged or married since I was 17. So it was this massive, massive life change. And uh, I ran on kind of the hamster wheel of keeping my life going in that uh, pre-established way uh, for a couple of more months, and then I, I just needed to hit a reset button in a really purposeful fashion. Yeah. So I quit my job, sold my house, <laughs> put everything in storage, donated my car, got my daughter situated with my parents, and put her into fifth grade. And then I just got on a plane and went to New York. And from there, uh, I, the travel just one begot to the next thing because I was in New York and I was like, well, it's pretty cheap to just fly to London, so I might as well fly to London. So you didn't know when you first went? No. To New York. You were like, I don't know. Yeah, it's all just been kind of, yeah, so it did not start by design. Now I'm trying to finish it by design, but um, yeah, went to to New York, then flew to London, and I was like, well, I might as well just get on the train and go to France. It's right there. So did that, went back to New York, then, you know, Thanksgiving was coming up, and and my ex-husband had our daughter uh, up in, in Indiana with his family, which was exactly what I wanted, but I didn't want to have a traditional Thanksgiving without her for the yeah. first time. So I asked my best friend, I was like, do you want to go to New Orleans for a week? So we got on a plane, went to New Orleans for a week. Um, and then, you know, I asked my daughter what I could do for her to help with the, the divorce and all of the life changes that she had. And um, she said, I want to go to Australia. And I was like, done. Oh. So I booked Australia, New Zealand, and Fiji for this coming June. But then as I was booking that, I thought, well, what would I do if I could cross something off my bucket list? And I was like, oh, wait, I can because I have time and money and health. And that's all that you have to have to be able to travel. So I decided the number one thing I wanted to do was chase the Northern Lights. And I found um, these domes called Borealis Base Camp that are about 35 miles north of Fairbanks, Alaska. And it's it, so it's a little climate controlled like mini yurt and it has an acrylic ceiling. So it was 69 degrees. I had a full bathroom, kitchenette, king size bed. And the Perseid meteor shower was happening that weekend. The, the aurora were visible every single night. There was an executive chef. I ate better than I ate oh. in New Orleans. It was absolutely unbelievable. That's amazing. Yeah, we've actually talked about Northern Lights so many times on this podcast. It's it un- is like bucket list. It is absolutely. But now I'm hooked. Now it's like seeing the leaves change in the fall. Like yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, now I have to see them from Canada and Norway and Iceland. <laughs> uh, I know it's addicting, right? Mm-hmm. Lulu absolutely. and I have talked about that when starting this. I mean, she travels for work 
occasionally, and I've never traveled. I've been to Hawaii. That's about it. Um, but doing all this research, oh. the world is so big, oh and gosh, we are so amazing. small. Yeah, Ugh, it's just awesome. So when I got done with with um, Alaska, I was like, oh, I'm done. I'm hooked now. Yeah. And so now, for on purpose, I have something happening every single month to get me up to the year mark, and then I'm planning to create something out of it—a book or a play or both. And when she creates that 10K fans, you will be the first to know because we are going to put it on our blog, on our Facebook, because everyone needs to experience that. Oh, thank you. So cool. So with 10K, we like to call this our little bonus episode. Um, So we're going to backtrack a little bit. Um, We'll come back to some of our travel uh, talks. But first, I want to know, do you currently have an obsession? I always have. Something you're obsessed with. Obsessions. (laughs) Yes. Um, My perpetual obsession is visual art and visual artists. Okay. Because we traffic in ephemeral and experiential goods. Yes. But we're still giving form to humanity through our art. They give tangible form to humanity through their art, and they get to flirt with immortality in a way that we don't, you know, like it's amazing to me to, to see a blank piece of paper and, you know, then music notes go on it and there's a song or, you know, a a painting is created. Like I, I'm so in awe of visual artists. So at the moment, the other thing that I've been spending money on is experiences and art. And I feel like you will never regret a penny spent on either of those two things. Um, so I've been cranking out a a new art collection, especially of, of local artists. So just the other day, I bought my first Frank Strunk. He's um, a metal artist in St. Petersburg, and um, he's absolutely phenomenal. And I bought a Jennifer Kasherik painting. She is, has one of the most distinct voices um, in the area, maybe anywhere. She, she has kind of these really whimsical Russian doll-looking um, pieces. She, her stuff is, is highly recognizable immediately. Um, I just posed nude for the first time for uh, an artist. Living my best it life. It was amazing. It was the most empowering yeah. experience. Ugh, um, and that it. was for Carrie Jadis, who is like just a, another level amazing um, visual artist. I just discovered um, a muralist comic book artist out of Tampa named Justin Groom. Um, Carrie's husband, Mark Ayling, just put in this new sculpture um, at the St. Pete Police Department. Like, So I've just been amassing a collection of, of original art. And when you go to see this art, do you already have the piece in your mind? Or are you the person that you're looking and then you see one and you're like, that's it. Inspired. I need it. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Um, I, I love to just buy whatever um, speaks to me. And sometimes, you know, artists are doing really smart things with Instagram in particular. Yeah. You know, like um, Jennifer Kasherik was, was raising money for um, going to North Carolina to paint a mural and so she had put up this piece and had this ridiculous bargain price on it like to bid on an auction and I was like done mine and Frank Strunk same thing he put up this piece and and it resonated with me so quickly that I just messaged him immediately and I was like has anyone else jumped on it if they haven't it's mine oh that's so, so cool yeah yeah, and our listeners know that every beach that I travel to in my imaginary travels I always try to find a nude beach Awesome. I, it's my, I, it's like a bucket list for me. I know that's weird, but like I want to be nude on a beach. Well, and now that I posed nude, um, I have since gone skinny dipping in daylight for the first time. Ooh, it was so fantastic! Like I, 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 I first was like, oh no, I'm gonna wait until it's dark. I'll, yeah, because you know, I, I want to experience it, but I don't want. And then I was like, 
why are you being shame based? Just yeah. get in. It's going to feel better in the sun anyway. And then I was that I you couldn't get me out of the pool. Yeah, was, oh, I <laughs> every love chance it. I got, I was back in the pool nude. It was amazing. I love it. Okay, great obsession. I need art too. I always say that for my house. Like, I need something that speaks to me. Absolutely. I need to. I need. Well, first I have to like redo my house. There's this is a whole other podcast. Um, <laughs> well, and, you know, when I'm working on shows, a lot of the time, you know, to get out of the director's world and the dramaturg's world, which is, um, you know, if you're reading a lot of source material about what you're working on, I feel like you're layering things on that aren't part of your yeah. job. Yeah. Um, and so I try to use non-verbal or non-language based art to inform our language based art. So I'm working on a show, and I'll look for a painting that resonates with me in terms of that character or a song that I hear and I feel like that gets me into character. So I've been using a lot of the other arts to, yeah. to work on our art and I find it so much more effective than just like, you know, reading yeah, that's scholarly super smart. text. Yes. Oh, so smart. All right. Next up. Yes. Wish list. Mm-hmm. If you could have anything right now, you're like, oh, I wish I had this. What is it? Okay. Um, I'm always jonesing for my next tattoo. I'm, oh, I am running out of real estate uh, okay. to use, but I'm I have a constant list in my mind of the next time I go get a tattoo, it's going to be this and it's going to be there. Um, Travel wise, I want to see the monarch butterfly migration. Ooh, that is one okay. of my bucket yes. list travel pieces. And then, like, just basic wish list. Um, I need to figure out how to move on with my life in a <laughs> slightly more sustainable way. Okay, perhaps. Okay. Um, and yeah, so some some kind of like how to be gainfully employed uh, while based out of my okay. home or marry rich. With, you know, I'm not that's okay too. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Uh, not even marry. Just, you know. Whatever. Find a, a sugar daddy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, no, those are all very good. All right. So our big question, what we always love to ask is, if you had $10,000, you had one day to spend it, and you can't give it away, mm-hmm. where would you go, and what would you do? I wish that this was an easier, like, I wish <laughs> this was a harder question. Oh, right. It's so easy. Um, because every single time I go to New York, I go straight to Tiffany's. Oh. And I go straight and start putting rings on my fingers. Okay. I would just go to Tiffany's and eat a meal and spend $10,000 down and walk out the front door. That's amazing. And that is not what I thought you'd say. <laughs> oh my God, I'm obsessed with Tiffany's. I do. Every time I go to New York, I go to the engagement ring. Interesting, uh-huh. and I just I just make them put them on my finger and look at them under the lights. Oh, yeah. now do you pretend? Are you the one who's like, oh, hello? Like, do you put on a character and you're like, let me play a little game, like I have money? I mean, are you gonna judge me open? No, not at all. Because listen, <laughs> um, I did that in New York when I was looking for apartments. I would go see apartments way out of my price range and just make up stories Absolutely. about what I did, about who I was living with, mm-hmm. who my dad was, like full on. So tell yes. me your your backstory. Well, for it depends. Like if if I've just you know if I've just discovered, oh my gosh, I'm right by Tiffany's, I might as well go in and put rings <laughs> on. But I happen to have my duffel bag or something, yeah. you know, then it's not. It doesn't look quite as good. But you know, if I'm right. dressed nicely and I'm just have my handbag, then sure. I have even gone in um, pretending to be looking. Looking for the the male engagement ring as if I'm going to propose oh. because the male engagement rings still look really really beautiful but they're a fraction of the price. So yeah. I even thought 
for a hot second about just buying one of those for myself just uh, so that I would have a Tiffany ring. So you want the ring. I know they make a ton of jewelry. I mean, I'll take whatever. Whatever. You what, want the yeah, little I mean, blue box. You, you could absolutely 10K one item in there, half an item in there. Um, but yeah, I would I would just get any kind of overpriced household items uh, or, yeah. That is a great 10K day. Out, I think Lulu did a, did a 10K day in New York. Can't remember all the places she went. She did a lot of great eating. Um, I did one, a 10K day that, nearby in Jersey, but it was so hard to spend 10K, I ended up renting a private jet and going to see <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> so I ended up there. It's um, perfect. Yeah. Um, okay, now I know I didn't prep you on this, but since I kind of brought it up, now at the end of every um, 10K episode, we also do highlight a charity. So off the cuff. Is there a charity that uh, if you had $10,000 and you could give it to a charity, is there, is, or is there something that's near and dear to your heart? Absolutely. Okay. Easy, Tell us about easy. that. Yeah. Um, my friend Sherry Kendrick has a charity called Little Light of Mine. She's a professional photographer, and she goes to All Children's Hospital, and she provides professional portrait photographs of terminally ill children. Ugh. To the families. Oh my goodness! She that I, I was a music volunteer at All Children's for two years, um, working with terminally ill children. Um, it's it, if you have a, a well child, it's mm-hmm. the most extraordinary way to pay that forward. Yeah, but it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot. Oh, I and can't you even think imagine. about what those families go through. The children are brave to levels that we can't even comprehend and uh and so i know emotionally what it takes for sherry to go in there and provide that service for the families and so little light of mine you can google it and and donate to her um Two hundred and fifty dollars, I think, covers one family session. But I mean, you can absolutely donate any amount of money. I think what she does is absolutely oh, and I love that name. Oh, it just brightens your heart immediately. Yeah. That's yeah, awesome. She's amazing. Becca, thank you so much for this time. Thank we are you. actually at the end of our lunch break here at Mamma Mia. Um, this was awesome. Thank you. You need to start your own podcast <laughs> and your adventures. Oh, I'm logging everything right? down, friend. Oh, Everything. That's amazing. I can't wait for your book. We're super excited. Guys, we're going to post all of Becca's, uh, what are they called? The handles. Becca's oh, yes. handles. All the things. On the Instagram. Do you have a, tell us what your handles are and where, you're, am, where you're located. I am at actor Becca McCoy on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Perfect. Do you have a website? I do. BeccaMcCoy.com. Easy breezy, guys. Make sure you follow Becca McCoy. Listen, she's a rock star here and everywhere. Um, and soon worldwide. Worldwide famous. She travels everywhere. So thanks, guys, so much. We will see you next Saturday. Bye. That was 10K Saturday with Allison and Lulu. And don't forget, with friends like us, who needs amenities?